Welcome back to a perfectly good podcast. I'm Alika. <laughs> I like read the thing and I was I like, know, that's not my name. <laughs> the video put it the M. I was like, wow, well, it's over. I'm just dumb. I'm Elena. Welcome back to a perfectly good podcast. I'm Elena. And I'm Malika. And we're two Taylor Swift fans. Every week we go over a different Taylor Swift song and we take turns choosing. Uh, I actually don't know who chose this week. Yeah, we kind of been... <laughs> Choosing together Neither. recently, but usually we take turns. Yeah, it was a group effort this time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no idea who's choosing next week. Yeah. <laughs> but our song of the week this week is... Daylight! <laughs> okay, let's move on to our very first category, because we've got a lot of top stuff to talk about right here. Yeah. What's up in Taylor's life? Okay, so much Taylor news this week. Not as much as last week, guys. Not even yeah. close oh to my as gosh. much. But just a lot of big things happened this week. And let it be known that it is only Tuesday. The podcast comes out on Saturday. Um, it's Thanksgiving this week, so we're just not going to be here um, to record, or we're not going to be in the same place. So... Yeah, so the news is a little uh, probably outdated <laughs> by the time you hear this, but... But uh, our opinions on it won't be. Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, so let's start biggest first. So, um, just mere hours ago, uh, Taylor scored six Grammy nominations. Um, she got one for Best Song Written for Visual Media, Beautiful Ghost from Cats. I cannot believe that, that movie <laughs> came out only... Like, <clears throat> last year, that's insane. Um, best pop solo performance for Cardigan. Best pop duo group performance for Exile. Best pop vocal album for Folklore. And album of, album of the year for Folklore. And song of the year for Cardigan. Yeah. So, we have a lot of thoughts on the Grammy nominations this year, y'all. Because yeah. they were wild. They don't make sense. <laughs> no, <laughs> they do not make sense. They're absolutely bizarre. So, let's just go through the ones that she's nominated in to yeah. see if, who, if we think she should win that category. Yeah, I agree. Firstly, I... Album of the Year. It's the most important award of the night, pretty much. Yeah. And she's up against, uh, I do not know how to say this lady's name, but I like her music. Jen Aiko. Mm. Jen Aiko. Um, I haven't, I literally haven't heard, I thought I was going to go in, like, this year knowing most of the albums that were nominated, but so many people got snubbed that I just, like, I'm so unprepared. Yeah. (laughs) And there's, like, so many, it's, like, wonderful that there are so many, like, lesser known people getting, like, nominated and stuff, but it just means that I, I don't really know whether Taylor deserves it or not, because the only two albums I've heard on this list are Taylor and Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Yeah. I have also heard Women in Music Part 3 by mm-hmm. Haim. Haim. I actually have no idea how to say yeah. that name either. Um, and I really like it. I think it's a great album. Yeah. But I would say my favorite album off this list is Folklore. Like, yeah. I've also wa- like listened to all of Future Bleeding, or Hollywood, Hollywood Bleeding, Bleeding, my bad. Yeah. Um, personally, I didn't like it. I don't think it's Post Malone's best album. Yeah. Or anywhere near the talent that I know he has. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of other people liked it. Mm-hmm. Something that was definitely supposed to be in this category. Two things. Two things. The Weeknd's Weekend, new album. The Weeknd got so effing snubbed. He's I like think not on this list at all. He must have gotten blacklisted for something. Like he must have, he must have pissed somebody off because he did not get nominated for anything and he just has had like the best musical like year of his life. Yeah. Like, it doesn't and make any sense. He was like every commentator ever, ever. thought he was front runner for album of the yeah, year. Yeah, everyone year. was like, it's between Taylor, Harry, and The Weeknd yeah. for album of the year. And his name does not show up at all. They not didn't once. even they didn't even stump him enough to put him in the urban section. Yeah, they just completely <laughs> they just said, ignored him. Not. <laughs> like he's just not showing up. He must have he must have pissed somebody off. Yeah, that's the only explanation I can think of. Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Also snubbed, my husband, Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. I'm so disappointed yeah. that Harry didn't get nominated for Album of the Year because I told you this earlier, but I literally feel like a fake fan for saying it. I think that Fine Line is a better album than Folklore, and I think it deserved to be on Album of the Year. I think it deserved to be on and win Album mm-hmm. of the Year. Yeah. It's such a beautiful album. It's so and, good. Yeah. It like really like plays that line between having like a very like uh, cohesive sound, but also not... All the songs are very, like, different in their own way, and he plays with just, like, the sound of everything so much. The production is so interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, all the music is great. The lyrics are great. Like, 
the like instrumentation is amazing it's just such a good album like it's yeah. so interesting and fun i can't believe that it got snubbed like this yeah he, and i think he only got nominated for like best pop vocal album for the yeah. whole album and then for the worst song on the album watermelon <laughs> sugar which hurt and then best music video for adore you which i love the adore you music video so yeah. i see i see it and i like that song but watermelon sugar please this yeah. is a sin up to my own heart <laughs> i would have thought they would have done lights up for like a for if they were gonna choose a single to nominate because that's such a better song yeah watermelon sugar is the worst song on the album <laughs> i will argue with everyone about i this. like watermelon sugar i think it's fun I, think it's, I mean maybe i've just heard it too many times but to be honest i didn't like it when it came out either yeah and i just ha like i don't think it's a bad song i think it's the worst song on the album i think it like yeah well I think Treat People with Kindness is the worst really? song on the album, but that's just it. I will say Treat People with Kindness has quickly become a song that I really like, because yeah. I thought it was the worst song on the album, but then, like, at first, actually listening to a remix of the song is mm. what made me start liking it more, Yeah. but the song is actually such a bop. It's just, I don't know why he chose those specific girls to do, <laughs> because their voices are so annoying, but then he has, like, the, the, I, the bridge is, like, my favorite part, where he's like, mm -hmm. oh, we all... Like, all we ever want is automatic all time. All we want is automatic all time. Yeah. It's a bop. It's like, I like the song. I just find, like, and I like the message. It just feels a little bit shallow. And, like, the way that people, like, use it. <laughs> like, like, was it Harry who, like, tweeted, like, yes! with kindness? I'm like, yes. and that, like, ruined it for me. Yeah. I'm like, you can't have that slogan if it's not just about, like, you can't have that slogan and then use it for nefarious purposes. <laughs> you can only have that slogan if it's just about being nice to people. I know. That that one was very head-ass of him. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that came out a lot later after the song did. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, because it's just, like, his, like, slogan or whatever, and yeah. it has been. So I feel like it was, like, more a label choice to put it on the album than it was hit. Like, he probably wrote it and was, like... That, you I, know. I mean, I don't know that much about Harry Styles, but it's, yeah. it, I, I would think that that would be, like, very much his choice to put that particular song on the yeah. album. I don't know. Uh, to be honest. I mean, again, <laughs> I'm not in his head. Yeah, I don't know. I like to think I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it, it is, I don't know. Yeah. It I mean, is, I can see this. This would, song would have been perfect if he immediately went on tour, because I can see... I would have busted a whole move to this <laughs> when I had my tour tickets to go see him. This is the yeah. perfect song to sing live. It's, like, a really fun song. It's a ball. Yeah. You don't have to think about it. And it's, like, integrally his, like, main message and everything. Like, that's what all of his merch says. That's, like, his main logo. Yeah. And it would have made sense. It just, to me, doesn't feel like it makes sense as a song. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, moving on, because we are not a Harry Styles fan. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, 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 no, I, once I start will. talking about him, it's hard to stop. <laughs> I know. Okay, um, let's just... Okay, finishing up album of the year, um, we've also got Black Pumas Deluxe Edition by the Black Pumas, which I just told you this, but I saw on the Popheads subreddit that apparently this album actually came out, like, before the cutoff for 2021 nominations. It came mm. out in 2019, like, er too early for, like, yeah. whatever the cutoff is. And then they, re they like, re-released it as, like, a deluxe edition later, and that deluxe edition made it on the cutoff date. So it's, it's just, like, a very bizarre, like, choice for yeah. me to, like... Be like, it's just on top record. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. It's just, like, confusing. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard it. It's probably a great album. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably, I mean, it's probably good. I don't know. But that's, like, another thing that's surprising. Usually, even if I haven't heard something that's on the list, I've heard of it. This, I literally, this is my first time ever seeing it, the name of this band and or this rec like this album you yeah. know what i mean it's very I feel shocking like that was kind of a like the casey musgrave situation too because she was very popular in like the country circuit but literally no one else knew who she was mm -hmm. and then she won it was like a huge upstart yeah um okay then we've got everyday life by coldplay who was nominated yeah. for literally nothing else <laughs> so that's like really bizarre and i like cold i mean i've listened i like coldplay. let me not say i like I don't listen to enough tracks to like Coldplay. I like, I like very ones. specific tracks. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't believe that they're popular, like, this popular as they are as a band. And I didn't even know they released a new album. <laughs> like, yeah. I wasn't even alerted to Was the, it like, this album's existence. It must have been, there must have been, like, that's, God, is this even a Coldplay song? I don't know. I'm literally pulling it up on my phone because I can't remember. 
Yellow? Not not yellow, because that came out, like, years and years and years ago. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about, like, the newer one. Um, I'm trying to think. I literally don't think I've listened to oh, anything Oh, like, new. Orphans. Oh, yeah, like, I've not heard it. Really? Yeah. Like, the one, I want to go where I can go, go and get drunk with my friends. No. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay, that song was, like, on the radio nonstop, like, the past, like, last summer, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Damn. Yeah. yeah, I literally have not heard it. It's so, I don't know, I like the one song that I've heard from the album, but it just seems like a weird choice to nominate them over The Weeknd. <laughs> like, yeah. Sounds like a white choice. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we've got yeah. Jesse Volume 3 by Jacob, Jacob Collier. Never heard Never of it. Never heard of him. Um, he did produce it, mix it, and write all the songs. Just saying I like it when, like, I, it's cool to see when one person does, like, a lot of everything. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fun. Um, and then we already talked about Haim, uh, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. Lovely album. I am so surprised that this album, I think it's an amazing album, I love it, but I'm surprised it made it past anything beyond, like, best pop vocal. Yeah, Like, I anything agree. beyond, like, a pop album, because it is just very much, like, very pop. And, like, it's amazing. Like, it's such a good album, but I wonder if it has enough, like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just surprised it's there, I guess. Yeah, no, I agree. I, like, expected to see it on the list, and I expected to see her on the list a lot, just not for this category. Yeah, exactly. But, you know what? Pop off, because it's so good. It's a great album. There's only one bad song on it. (laughs) I deleted it from my phone, so I don't even remember that it's there most of the time. Yeah. Um, and then we already said Hollywood's Bleeding, and then, of course, Folklore. Yeah. And then Song of the Year, it's Black Parade, um, the Beyonce song, I don't fully remember it. I remember liking it when I heard it. Yeah. Um, The Box, love that song. Cardigan, love that song. Mm-hmm. Circles, really love that song. Um, Don't Start Now. Oh, I love Don't Start Now. It's so good. Song. Everything I Wanted, great production in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I Can't Breathe, never heard it. If the World Was Ending, I hate that song more than I hate any song <laughs> ever. That's the only two such an annoying song. songs I've heard on this list are Cardigan and Don't Start Now. Uh, yeah. This <laughs> one, trick I, yeah. I know Taylor and Dua Lipa. <laughs> yeah, this one at least I knew every song. I personally think... You know, from our non-love of Cardigan, I feel like Don't Start Now might win this one. Or, like, I think, okay, let me not say what I think is going to win. What I think deserves to win is Mm -hmm. Don't Start Now. Here's my thing, though, because Song of the Year is very much focused on songwriting in particular. Mm. So I feel like Cardigan has a better chance because even though there is some stuff about it that we don't like, I do think that it shows off technical skill very well oh yeah the, like the bridge yeah the bridge so is good. amazing like a lot of the verses are quite good it's just those couple of lines that we don't particularly like but i don't think that kills the song yeah, yeah. for like this category specifically yeah and taylor's never gotten a song of the year nomination really or not nomination she's never gotten a song of the year win that's so weird yeah because like her whole like brand is very much focused on her songwriting so yeah. that's in- it's wild that she's never won before i do i feel like okay this is my feeling about what's going to happen at the grammys this year Mm -hmm. is that she's either going to like pull through and win tons of awards Mm -hmm. or gonna be absolutely snubbed and win none like I don't I feel like there's not gonna be a middle ground I'm just I don't really know because like when we were first talking about the Grammy stuff like a couple like maybe a month or two ago like a long a lot, lot of episodes ago I was saying that like I feel like they're not gonna give it to her because they don't want to, like, give it to another white woman, and they're gonna be, like, everyone's gonna be, like, oh, she won it three times, and a black person hasn't won in, like, you know, years. Yeah. And obviously, it's not Taylor's fault. And, like, theoretically, let the best album win. But if some of the best albums haven't even been nominated in that category, then it's, like, I don't even, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to, I I just don't know what to do with it. Because I'm, like, I, again, I haven't heard a lot of the other albums, so I can't really give, like, a judgment as to whether she deserves it or not. Yeah. I don't know if they'd give it to her a third time, but they did nominate her, and it is the biggest album on the list, so I don't know. It, yeah, these Grammys are just weird. Like, I feel like I can't even give good predictions, just because my predictions for what even was going to be on the list just were so, so off. wrong. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's the thing is, like, I think Folklore is a good album, but... It just doesn't click for me the way it seems to click for a lot of other people where they're like, oh, it's like her best album ever. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, 
it's not her best. <laughs> like, it has very good songwriting, but to me, the production's a little samey. Like, the lyrics are very good, but some of them are a little contrived and a little bit pretentious, and, like, the storytelling is good, but not all of it is entirely relatable in the way that I like her songs to be. So for me, it's like, it, of course it's a good album and she, you know, she did a wonderful job with it, but it just doesn't, I don't know if it's like deserving of like all the stuff the Swifties are saying it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I really like this album personally. Yeah. And I know like one of the things that we disagree on the most is the production. Yeah. Because again, I'm a huge fan of well, Jack Antonoff and his production mm-hmm. style, like, that's just what my ears like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I I really like this album. Yeah. And I think from the, the things that are on the list, it's the best album. If Fine Line was on the list, if After Hours was on the list, that would be a different story. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I need to listen to After Hours, because yeah. I've only heard, like, the one song, like, Blinding Lights, but yeah. that's all that's love, I love that song. It's so good. Yeah, I, was, I think I texted you this earlier, but my favorite song is, like, Scared to Live, mm-hmm. and pretty much it's, like, the song is, <laughs> it's kind of actually, like, a little bit head-ass, yeah. <laughs> but the song is him telling, I think Bella Hadid, to be honest, I don't know who, but one of his exes, uh-huh. and he was, like, you've got to move on. He's like, you always <laughs> fail to take the chance to fall for someone new. Like, leave me behind you. Whoa. And then there's the part where he's, like, singing over, but he's like, I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> and I really like the song. I, it's really well produced and really good, but it's yeah. a little bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think i just like to see a little more variation from Taylor. Like, I just, I don't love her cohesive albums as much. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I... I understand, it's like, every time I listen to folklore, I'm like, ah, yes, this is good. But I, I almost never seek it out. Like, it's never really what I just want to be listening to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. I just have, like, weird feelings about it, I guess. I get that. Yeah. I feel like my feelings come from the fact that, like, usually, at least in this day and age, I don't really want to listen to songs that don't make me feel happy. Mm-hmm. And some of the songs, like, I listen to, like, Invisible String a lot because yeah. it's, like, it's slow, but it's, like you know, really euphoric in a lot of ways. Yeah. A lot of the other songs just make me feel a little bit sad. Yeah. <laughs> and there are lovely songs, but, you know, I've I've been listening to, like, The Story of Us a lot, and that yeah. makes me feel very happy because it's <laughs> such a bop. Yeah, exactly. I just, I, I you know what? I don't know. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Best song written for visual media. We've got Beautiful, Co- Beautiful Ghost from Cats <laughs> sneaking in with that, like, random nomination. It is a good song. I mean, from I a horrible movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I did listen to McCavity the other day, kind of on accident. <laughs> it was something. Yeah. Um, we've got Carry Me, Carried Me With You from Onward, Into the Unknown from Frozen 2, No Time to Die from No Time to Die and Stand Up from Harriet. Um, yeah. Is I, No Time to Die the James Bond song? I don't know. Apparently Billy Irish. Yeah, okay, yes. Billie Billie Eilish. Song, sorry. I don't know. I feel like that one's gonna win. Not because I think it's good, but because like there's just like so many people talking such good stuff about it. Um, I feel like but, either Into the Into the Unknown might be a little predictable, but um, I feel like Stand Up From Harriet might win. Yeah, that was a good song. Yeah. Cause also, because everyone's going to be like, Grammy's so white again. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, they're going to say that anyway. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like the Grammys is so like good at being strategically racist, where they shunt all of the like good albums from people of color into like specific categories or like less important yeah. like nominations and then give it to them and they're like see we're diverse and it's like no you're not you you just made separate categories so you could segregate people yeah so i don't know but yeah okay best pop solo performance this is this is a wild list <laughs> okay, let me go down to it we've got yummy by justin bieber uh, which i'm i'm sorry who in their right mind gave Yummy a Grammy nomination? Literally, I don't understand. It's you like, gave upsetting it, to You me. gave Yummy a Grammy nomination over Blinding Lights? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> to me, that's, that literally is the definition of racist. Like, <laughs> that song is so atrociously bad. It's the and, most yeah. mediocre... And not like, even mediocre. I'm gonna say straight up, it's, it's like, bad. No, it's terrible, but I feel like it's mediocre in the sense that, like... 
they didn't put any sort of effort into it at all yeah. and they just expect so much from it i don't know it's just like justin bieber is just the epitome of like straight cis white men like getting everything by doing nothing yeah it's infuriating and to be fair if they like if the grammys was like I will literally bust a nut if I don't nominate <laughs> Justin Bieber for something. They could have nominated his newer song, Holy, which still is not a song I love, mm-hmm. but is, like, worlds better than Yummy. Yummy, yeah. to me, is his worst song ever. And he's had a, a few good songs in his life. Mm-hmm. But Yummy, <laughs> yummy is that not is a disgrace. Them. Yeah. Then we've got Say So by Doja Cat, yes. which is a bop. I... I love that song. Doja Cat, a little controversial as a figure, yeah. but, you know. Very, very on brand for the Grammys that yeah. the only black person they nominated in this category <laughs> has literally said that she does not want to be black. <laughs> oh my god, what a mess. Okay, we've got Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. Which I love. I love this song. Mm-hmm. Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. An oh. absolute banger. Um, Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles and Cardigan by Taylor Swift. I... I want Harry to win this category just yeah. because he's, like, not nominated for anything else. <laughs> yeah. He deserves at least one win, even if it's for this song. Yeah. I honestly think Dua or uh, Doja Cat deserves this one. Doja Cat, just taking it at face value. <laughs> I think Say So is such a fun song. And did you best- see? She did, like, a rock version of it. Really? Oh, my. I'll send it to you. It sounds, like, really good. Oh, my like, God. I she's God. so problematic to I be know. so good. <laughs> I'm like, girl, I wish you didn't have so much internalized racism because your songs are bops. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, like, uh, no thoughts, head empty. Yeah. Say so would be my first choice. Yeah, yeah. And then no. probably don't start now. Um, okay. Best pop duo group performance. We have Una Dia One Day by J Balvin, Dua Lipa, Bad Bunny, and Tiny. Intentions by Justin Bieber featuring Quavo. Dynamite by BTS. Rain on Me, Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande, and Exile, Taylor Swift, and Bonnie Bear. I feel like the winner has to be because that's not like BTS got so snubbed mm. this year that like <laughs> I feel like if they don't win one award, the K pop army is gonna like <laughs> they're gonna tear something down. <laughs> And they, like, released, like, I think they released a, a, like, album at the beginning of this year, and they just released another album, like, a month ago. And both of them are, like, really good, I've heard. I haven't heard either album, to be fair. But to have them not show up almost at all on this (laughs) list, except for the group performance, is such a snob. (laughs) Yeah. Um, from the ones that I've heard, which are not many, uh, I think Rain On Me is probably gonna win. Yeah. Because Lady Gaga also, I don't think her Chromatica album was good enough to really be nominated for all the big stuff, but I do think this one particular song is pretty good, and it's, like, the two big pop girls, like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the, I, like, hate this song. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's so annoying. I think it's fun. <laughs> yeah. This, I don't know why, I just didn't like this song at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like it's gonna be Dynamite. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Best Pop Vocal Album. We've got Changes, Justin Bieber, Chromatica, Lady Gaga, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, Fine Line, Harry Styles, and Folklore, Taylor Swift. Yeah. I feel like the one that would make most sense winning is Future Nostalgia. Yeah, I agree. Because it's the most pop of it's all of these so albums. It's so pop, and it's so good. <laughs> yeah. But I would literally throw hands if Justin Bieber won. I, if Justin Bieber wins so bad. <laughs> over any of these other artists. I will lose my shit. Like, yeah. I think, okay, here's the thing. I think Future Nostalgia is a better pop album than Fine Line, but I think Fine Line is a better album overall. Yeah. So either of them, I think, could easily win. Folklore, I'm a little, I'm not confused as to why it's here. I get why they put it in pop, but I don't think it's really a pop album. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't really know what it is. I don't know if I would go as far as to call it alternative, but yeah. it doesn't... I'd say, like, indie pop. You yeah. Because I mean? it, like, grabs from both. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah. Fine Line or Future Nostalgia have my vote for that one. Yeah. I feel like in order of them, like, it making sense or whatever, or in order of me wanting them to win, it'd be Future Nostalgia, Fine Line, Folklore, Chromatica, then Changes. Yeah, I agree. Um, And we're back to the start. Oh. So that was our <laughs> very long Grammys conversation, yeah. but what mm-hmm. can you do? Uh, only once a year, so. Okay, moving on to our next big piece of news. So um, a folklore concert film is coming out this week. If you're listening to this on Saturday, you've already watched it, I'm sure, but it hasn't come out yet for us. 
We're so excited. Yes, yeah, so excited. In the next episode, we'll talk about our opinions about yeah, it and everything. We'll, we'll break but, it all down, but I'm so pumped to, like, watch this. The trailer looks so good, and her vocals on some of the songs they sound are just... so good. Like, I literally, I was like, vocals. are they using the studio version? And then, no, she, like, did a little something different, and I was like, oh my god, she sounds amazing. Her vocal strength has just gotten, like, better and better every year. Like, yeah. I'm so excited to hear her re-recorded albums with mm-hmm. her new and stronger vocals. Okay, and here's what I'm so excited about for this concert movie thing, is that I really, really, really hope they're gonna put it out as, like, a live album, because, like, from the stuff I've seen from the trailer, it sounds like exactly the type of production that I want from Folklore. Mm-hmm. And if I finally get it, I will lose my <laughs> mind. <laughs> they just, like, they pulled back some of the synths. There's no effects on her voice. It's, like, mostly her I mean, it's, and like, the mostly live. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's, like, they do have some, like, of the synth stuff, which I, I do like synths, but not as much as they are used, usually. And, like... It just sounds so good, and if they put it out as an album, it'll be, like, it'll replace Folklore for me. <laughs> I'm calling it now. Yeah, I feel like it would make sense for them to do that. It's Disney. <laughs> like, yeah. they're gonna want to, like, make as much money off of it as possible. Yeah. So I would count on them probably releasing, like, an album version of this. Oh, God, that would be so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um, and possibly related to that, um, Taylor posted a photo earlier this week that said, not a lot going on at the moment liar (laughs) um people were speculating that it was either an xl music video or that it was to do with the re-recording stuff um but it looks like it might just be her in the concert movie set because it's like a cabin and she's like sitting in a cabin yeah yeah i can't tell but i feel like that's very specific wording to like the last post and that was about recording folklore so Mm -hmm. i can't tell yeah and like the other thing is that, like, she's been dropping a lot of hints about Red in 1989 specifically, and I feel like those are the albums she's maybe doing right now, which also have her biggest hits on them, so who knows? Yeah, and also, uh, there was some merch that came along with it. It was verified, fan member exclusive. Um, I would give you the password, but by the time that this comes out, it will be long gone, and it's ugly anyway. Yeah. Um, so, not that I even got the password. I just found it on Reddit, so you could also find it. Yeah. It's, like, one... I like the... Co- okay, it's one hoodie. I love the color of it. I love that blue. Yeah. Um. The Other than that, it's, like, 90 bucks. It's super boring. I'm just upset at how expensive it is. And, like, yeah. people were literally, like... The last drop was so expensive, too, and everyone was like, can you please give us something cheaper? Like, we're in a pandemic, and the unemployment rate is the highest it's been since the birth of our nation. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, actually, no, we're gonna, we're gonna sell you a $95 wrap dress. Yeah. $95 for a wrap dress is ridiculous. The $90 hoodie is also ridiculous. Ugly. And it's ugly! It's, it's ugly. <laughs> it's ugly, and like, oh my god. The other thing is that, like, all the lyrics are printed in like such a weird way like it has the name of the song and then the lyrics under it and it just it doesn't look good and they're all in like really wacky like positions and also the like the lyrics that they chose are like bizarre like they chose the like like um from the lakes the like line about like twitter or whatever yeah it was like a red rose grew from ice blah 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 no one was around to tweet it which is notoriously everyone's least favorite song lyric on the entire album and i'm like why would you put that on merch why everyone hates that line yeah it like it just doesn't make sense i'm just i'm just annoyed yeah to me it's just ugly conceptually it didn't make sense because like sometimes you think something like is personally ugly Mm -hmm. but at least you're like i can see why people would want this yeah or i can see why people would spend this amount of money for it like the wrap dress yeah i've spent that much on a wrap dress Mm -hmm. i would die before spending that much (laughs) on that ugly ass wrap dress it's like yeah and the other thing too is that like normally when I think something's ugly, I'll, like, go to the Taylor Swift subreddit and see what they have to say, because a lot of the people there just have very different, like, tastes from me, which is, like, fine. I like to see, like, what other people are up to. But, like, even this time, everyone was like, this is ridiculous. Like, it looks terrible, and it's so expensive. <laughs> I didn't see one person saying they were buying anything, and I was like, yeah. damn. <laughs> the only one I even came close to liking was the red shirt with the poofy sleeves. Yeah, Because I shirt. love poofy sleeves. Yeah. And then they had to ruin it with that ugly-ass quote from the lakes. Come on! <laughs> if you put, put Auroras and Sad Pros on that one, I still wouldn't have bought it, personally, mm-hmm. but I could see more people 
thinking it was cute. Yeah. Then the stupid red rose line. Yeah. I'm also baffled by the idea that it's verified fan only merch because to be a verified fan, you have to have either gone to the Reputation concert or you um, bought tickets for Loverfest. So sometimes the Loverfest thing didn't even work, but it's like... It just seemed like such a bizarre thing. Maybe it was like, she was like, these are the people who can afford it. They've already bought tickets to my other stuff. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I'm like, your merch is already limited edition. Like, why would you restrict it even more when it doesn't even look good? Yeah, I don't know. If she, like, the only thing that I could maybe understand her doing is like, maybe there's like a special code that comes if you have a Disney Plus membership mm. and then you use that code but having yeah, like a the verified one blanket yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah having a verified fan thing makes no sense cuz it doesn't even doesn't even feel tied to the movie yeah. like i i'm baffled at how that made sense to her yeah because like the whole idea behind verified fan is to like um basically it's it's a system that she worked out to try and get like tickets and merch and stuff to people who are actually people and not like bots or scalpers or anything so it's like the way it works is like when you buy the ticket i don't really know i don't really understand how it works but basically that's the intention to like to separate fans from scalpers and stuff like that but so i guess it like makes sense in that way to like restrict that merch if you really only wanted people who are fans to buy it but then why would you do that for that specific collection and not stuff that, like, like not the Lover Snow Globe, for example, which resells for, like, 500 or $600 and it was, like, $65 or whatever. Like, it just it's just a weird application <laughs> of this yeah. tool that you've created. I'm just, I'm lost and confused. I didn't buy, we didn't, clearly didn't buy anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, the code was the same for everyone, so... One person put it online, and then everyone gets access to the merch, so it's, like, it, like, I don't know, just didn't make sense. Um, yeah, but we can, we can move on from that. Um, the AMA Awards were earlier this week. She got three awards, Cardigan for Favorite Music Video, she won Favorite Female Artist Pop Slash Rock, and Artist of the Year again. Um, and she recorded her acceptance speech for all three awards from the studio where she recorded Red and 1989 and she said hey guys I'm not there because I'm re-recording all my old music so (laughs) did you see that people were saying that like the room she was in was like an easter egg because she has like the zodiac wheel behind her Mm -hmm. and you know in in, like one of the songs on Red it's like two far signs signs, four blue blue eyes eyes. and they're like this is she's doing Red right now like (laughs) that's the only it's a reach but I think it's fun I love easter egg hunting yeah I would agree with that, except that apparently that, like, tapestry is always in that studio, mm. and, like, the studio that, like, I still think she's doing Red because of that, because that specific studio is where she recorded a lot of Red, and she said that she's in the same studio where she recorded the albums previously, mm. so, but, like, that tapestry is, like, people were saying, like, oh, like, she, like, turned it sideways so that it's, like, you know, the 13 is next to her head, but it's, like, it's always been like that. Yeah. Like, there's, like, pictures of, I think, Mac Miller in the same room, and it's, like, looks the same. Yeah. But still. <laughs> still. Yeah. <laughs> she chose to record it there, so you could be right. Yeah, you know? I, I love the speculation. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that's it for news this week. Okay, moving on. Oh, yes. What is our little game of the week today, Elena? All right, so this is a little bit old, <laughs> but reputation turned three this month, I guess, a couple weeks ago, um, when we first tried to record this episode, and we decided in celebration to pick out our top five favorite lyrics from rap. Yeah. What's your number one, Elena? Okay. In no particular order. I've got, I'm yours to keep and I'm yours to lose. I'm not a bad girl, but I do bad things with you. Mm, Sexy. Sexy. That is such a sexy line. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god. I'm just obsessed with it. Like, I'm not a bad girl, but I do bad things with you. Like, come on. Oh, Uh, my God. Yeah, I I just love that line. Yeah. My first line is, please don't ever become a stranger whose laugh I could recognize anywhere. I just like it. Yeah. (laughs) It's a little bit sad, but I I like it. Yeah, it's cute. Um, I think last time (laughs) we recorded this, I don't know. I, I I like that line. 
but it is kind of the reason why I don't particularly love New Year's Day as a song, mm-hmm. because that line, and hold on to the memories, they will hold on to you, she said that she, like, wrote them, like, before she wrote the song, she had just written them down, mm-hmm. and, like, to me personally, I can kind of tell that they aren't, like, like, they had always stuck out to me when I was, like, listening to the song, because they don't really feel like they're, like, fully in it. Yeah. But once she said that, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I don't know. Those two, like, I like them very much on their own, but in the song, I'm always like, you're an imposter. <laughs> really? I feel like that's my favorite, like, my favorite part is, like, in the bridge when she sings, like, both of them, it's like, yeah. it's they're kind of, like, overlapping. I don't know. I think it's like, I, I do see what you mean, like, they feel like very contrasting things mm-hmm. that could have been in their own songs. But I, I think it's I just like that it. she wrote them like before she wrote the song, mm. and then they're in the song. And to me, it just it doesn't. I wouldn't say it feels forced, but I can definitely tell that they were the song and those lines are from different time periods. If <laughs> that <laughs> makes sense. Um, okay. Um, and then my second lyric is, "And all at once, you are the one I've been waiting for, King of my heart, body and soul." Uh, I just, yes. <laughs> I love King of My Heart so much. It's like one of my favorite songs from her right now. It's such a, just a good song. Stellar song, stellar bass drop, oh beat my drop. God. <laughs> yes. The, oh my God. It's just so good. And like this one line, I love the way that King of My Heart works where it's like, like moving in and out of like the relationship and like how it started. And then like that moment when she realized that like she was like fully in love with him. I just, oh, I love it. And I love the way she sings it. Yeah. And it's just so good. Yeah. Second, I have, and I think this is might be, like, my favorite line from all of Reputation. Ooh. Is, and if I get burned, at least we were electrified. Oh, I love that line. It's so, okay, first off, for a really long time I heard it, like, a little bit wrong. Mm. I thought it was, and if I get burned, at least we were electrifying. Mm. Which is the same thought. It's the same principle. Yeah. It doesn't really change that much. <laughs> but seeing it, like, written down, I was like, electrified. <laughs> It makes sense, but yeah. yeah, I just love that line. I think it's so, I mean, in a lot of ways, it's so, like, emblematic of, like, what so much of her heartbreak in the Red album was about, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and then this one's like, yeah, even if I get heartbroken, I know this relationship was worth it. Like, yeah. I know it came from such a place of magic. Yeah, it just says so much with so little. Yeah. And it's, like, such a clever lyric to, like, tie like, the, I, the the metaphorical idea of being burned with, like, the metaphorical idea of, like, something being electrifying. Just, it's such good wordplay. Yeah. Like, and it's it so good. just sparkles on, like, everything that, like, this album's about. Like, in, in so many different ways, it's, like, in, like, I Did Something Bad, she talks about, like, you know, like, being burned like a witch. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this and... Then in Sparks Fly, she still talks about, like, electric... Like, she talks about electricity a lot. Mm-hmm. And this this line is just so, like, concise and perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I've got another line that we've previously discussed. <laughs> he says, don't throw away a good thing, but if he drops my name, then I owe him nothing. This is just so... It makes so like I feel like men wouldn't understand this line, <laughs> yeah. or like cis, like het, like cis cis het men, men wouldn't yeah, understand this line. line. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> like, not. That's something men say all the time. Like, don't throw away oh, good, good thing. Things. Like, it's not that good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It like takes so much strength to recognize that like someone's trying to manipulate you in that way, and like not to be like men, but like she does specifically say if he drops my name, so <laughs> and if he says don't throw away a good thing, but yeah. like. It does just feel, like, very emblematic of, like, the type of manipulation that, like, like misogyny and, like, the patriarchy tries to, like, force on women, like, trying to gaslight them into believing that, like, situations they're in are better than they actually are and, like, that the behavior that is happening is okay even when it's not and that, like, your reaction to it should be, like, lesser or less hysterical or whatever. It just, I don't know, it just packs such a punch, and yeah. it's just such a badass line. Yeah. I just love it so much. No, I agree. It's, oh, so good. <laughs> um, my next line is, I was riding in a getaway yes. car. I was crying in a, getaway, ugh, in a getaway car. I was dying in a getaway car. I said goodbye in a getaway car. As everyone knows, getaway car is one of my top three favorite Taylor Swift songs ever, uh-huh. but my favorite song off of Reputation. And that bridge is just, Ooh. I, you're like shaking. You're like, ah! <laughs> It's so good. I love Getaway Car. And, like, the way she sings it, 
so much feeling behind yeah. every word. And for a really long time, you were not a getaway car stan. It's not that I wasn't... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always liked getaway car, but, like, I just didn't understand the hype around it. Like, I was so surprised when I found out that it's, like, everyone's favorite song from Reputation because it's, like, very... It's not, I think it's higher now, but, like... When I first listened to rap, it was, like, very mid-tier for me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I was always... <laughs> I was in that getaway car right, from yeah. day one. <laughs> my fourth lyric is, My reputation's never been worse, so he must like me for me. From Delicate. <laughs> yes. I love Delicate. Oh, my God. I just love this line. It just wraps up the whole theme of reputation so well, and, like, her discovering what's really important, and, like, like her reputation being the thing that holds her back from so much Mm -hmm. but also gives her so much it's just i don't know just so good and like it's just such a like really sweet way to describe how they feel about each other i know and uh, this is another thing that like shocked me that i guess i didn't realize until i started being on like taylor swift tiktok Mm -hmm. but like people pay delicate dirt yeah like it's never on anyone's top 10 it's usually lower in people's rep like rankings and i'm like like, it was my favorite song like favorite song not even favorite taylor song for like years it's still the most listened to song on my whole phone with like 450 listens or whatever yeah and the music video is just like beautiful it's mm-hmm. such an amazing video, concept one of my favorites i think wild stream is my wildest dreams is my favorite music video but delicate is like definitely in the top three for me yeah like blank space is mine because of how dramatic it is yeah but like that's my favorite but i think like, Delicate is the best music video, just, yeah. like, not my favorite. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Um, the, the <laughs> next lyric I have is also from Delicate. Yes. It's, is it cool if I said all that? Is it chill that you're in my head? Because I know this is Delicate. I think that is just, I feel like everyone has sort of said that line to themselves. Yes. Like, am I allowed to be thinking about them this way? Like, yeah. we just met, or, like, this is so early in the relationship. And, like, sometimes you even think about it, like, about, like, friendships. Like, is it mm-hmm. cool that I'm thinking about, like our friendship like this and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just yeah. so... Well, it's just so vulner- vulnerable and, like, relatable. Yeah. And, like, such an... Inter- oh, God. I don't know. It's just so good. Yeah. Um, my final line is one of my favorites. Um, my name is whatever you decide, and I'm just going to call you mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But, like, just, like, the total, like, relinquishing of, like, yourself to someone else and, like getting them in return just peak romance <laughs> and peak it's, just, romance. it's just so sexy like it's as so a line sexy. like oh oh god uh, she's so good at, she's so good at everything oh, yeah god. <laughs> my last line is and i know i make the same mistakes every time bridges burn i never learn at least i did one thing right i did one thing right this is less about the lyrics and more that i just love the way she says this line mm-hmm. where she like goes through it like really fast um, I just think it's such a fun line. <laughs> yeah. I also love the next lyric, like, starry eyes sparking up my darkest yes. nights. Yes! Oh, it's oh. so cute! And then my Miss Mojo honorable mention <laughs> is, is this the end of all the endings? My broken bones are mending. And that, again, as I love the way she says it more. Mm-hmm. Like, the lyrics are good, but yeah. the way she says it, where she's like, is this the end of all the endings? My broken bones are mending. Oh, it's just so good! Oh, God. Just... So freaking good. Reputation is such a good album. Yeah, it's so solid. And, like, people always put it, like, near the bottom of their list. And I feel like so many people just, like, integrally, like, don't understand the album. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you do you, but you have bad taste. Yeah, (laughs) people also, like, don't appreciate the songwriting on Reputation. It is one of her best written albums. Like, I think everyone's, like, Folklore is her best album lyrically, and I would maybe agree with that. I think Reputation and Red are, like, jockeying for that first place position for me. Yeah. I feel like in a lot of ways, Rep also, to me, has some of the most annoying lyrics. Like, the one... No, no, no. I mean, like, I think it has some of the best lyrics, but in contrast, it loses out on, like, a little bit because... Like, the lyric where it's, like, um got your like name on my oh locket. the necklace no yeah no because only, you okay that's that the only a, line yeah. in the entire album that bothers me the i it, the also the part where she's like but i'll just go home to my cats alone unless you want to come along i think it's that's so, so cute it's cute but it's not like that good lyric okay you know what I well mean? <laughs> red also has like stay 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 and like freaking 
like, I knew you were trouble. Those aren't, yeah. like, masterful lyrics either. <laughs> I, I just, but those don't, like, annoy me. Like, I don't think the cat's line annoys me. I think I, it's the, cute. I'm not, I'm not saying you don't think it annoys me. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's cute. Yeah, I just, I just don't think that's that good. Like, it just takes me out of the song. It makes me kind of, like, cringe at that line. And the, the like, not because he owns me, but because he really Okay, that line me. is cringy as fuck, but that's, that's, that's the only one. Yeah, <laughs> that one just... I, I feel like so many people think about that line, but that's what I'm saying. Like people like hear lines like that and like encapsulate so much of the album's image, either in that or in it being like a very revengeful album. And that's mm-hmm. not what the album's about. Yeah. And yes, I think those are some of the worst. Like, like other than but here's me the thing. and stuff like that. I, I hate don't even those lines. think <laughs> that those lines are like some of her worst lyrics. Really, yeah. I absolutely like, hate that me line. the most. But I get what she was going for. Yeah. And like. They're not her worst done thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. They, yeah, I think to me they're the worst just, lyrics because, just because like, I hate them so much. People really dislike the, like, trust him like a brother line. Really? Yeah. Which oh. I find to be, like, totally fine. But yeah. other people, like, no one else seems to be bothered as much by the necklace line as we are, from what I can really? tell. Really? Yeah. Trust him like a brother is fine. Like, don't you want to trust someone like you, <laughs> like you know them? I think like, people think it's, like, a little, like, weird but I, to, like, compare her, like, boyfriend to her brother but i just don't think i think they just don't have siblings yeah <laughs> personally i don't think they have siblings i don't yeah. think they get it yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't get that one's never bothered me the one that has all i just like the necklace line is just so people think bad. the necklace line is cute well, it's to me it's just i don't know i, don't I think know it's why. cringy i think it's i also so think cringy. it's cringy but like i get what she's going for yeah but it feels like she had written that and then someone's like taylor that sounds a little possessive and she's like let me add and, a but line. not because he knows <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but because he really oh uh, oh uh, cringy you yeah. know yeah okay um, shall we move on to our song of the week? Yeah. <laughs> our song of the week, if you don't remember, is, is Daylight, Daylight, um, which is the closing track of Lover, mm-hmm. her seventh album. I don't yes. know why I had to think about that. <laughs> um, let's jump into some song facts. It was written by Taylor Solo, one of only three songs on Lover to be written by her solo, produced by her and Jack Antonoff. The last song on Lover it peaked at number 89 in the top 100, and fun fact, it was almost the title track. Um, Taylor said so, and that also, quote, I thought it might be a bit too sentimental. It was kind of in my head referring to the album as Daylight for a while, but Lover to me was a more interesting title, more an accurate theme in my head, and more elastic as a concept. Yeah. Makes I, sense. Yeah. Ultimately, I, like I think one Lover's, of the best songs on the album. Daylight's definitely one of the best songs. I think Lover is definitely a, a better title for the album as a whole yeah i feel like daylight to me encapsulates more what the album is about um because like it's sort of like a new beginning that she's found i guess through love Mm -hmm. but i also i mean like i like lover like i'm not saying lover is a bad name at all like yeah i understand why she went with it and i think it's more marketable (laughs) yeah it's more marketable it has a better mouthfeel yes it's a little snappier yeah um, I think it, I think it, it's a little less specific in terms of concept, yeah, yeah. which makes sense because I do think all the songs fit better. Like, there's no one song where I'm like, this doesn't fit in the theme of Lover, but mm-hmm. I can pick out a couple songs where I'm like, I don't know if this fits in the theme of Daylight. Yeah, yeah, I got you. So, yeah. So yeah. I like, I agree, but I think it was like, it makes sense that she thought about it at the beginning, but like when she started doing all the songs, it made more sense to change it to Lover. Yeah. I feel like. Also, in my head, I have, like, ten songs that are actually part of Lover, and the other ones, like, don't exist. (laughs) And I feel like those, like, my track listing of Lover feels more like the album should be called Daylight. Yeah. But, again, that's in my head. (laughs) She's a hallucination. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, Taylor also said about Daylight, quote, I chose Daylight as the last song in the album because it recognizes the past damage and pain, but shows that it doesn't have to define you. For me, the Reputation album seemed like nighttime. The Lover album feels completely sunlit. I wrote this one alone. Yeah, it makes sense. It's very mm-hmm. much like the clean of yes, Lover. Yes, 100%. <laughs> no other song would have made sense to me mm-hmm. as the closer of this yeah, album. Yeah, exactly. And it, this song could not go anywhere but the end. Yeah. Um, she also said about the line, there are so many lines that I've crossed Unforgiven. And I quote, that's something that does bother me, looking back at life, realizing that no matter what, you screw things up. Sometimes there are people that were in your life and they're not anymore, 
and there's nothing you can do about it. You can't fix it. You can't change it. I told the fans at Lover Secret Session that sometimes on my bad days, I feel like my life is a pile of crap accumulated of only the bad headlines or the bad things that have happened or the mistakes that have made or cliches or rumors or things that people look up, look up about me or have thought for the last 15 years. And that was part of the Look What You Made Me Do music video, where I had a pile of literal old selves fighting each other. But yeah, that line is indicative of my anxiety about how in life you can't get everything right. A lot of times you make the wrong call, make the wrong decision, say the wrong thing, hurt people, even if you didn't mean to. You don't really know how to fix all of that when it's like 29 years worth. Well, yeah, that that does seem like very uh, a very present theme in the song. Yeah. Um, she also said in an interview with Elle from 2019, quote, I've come to the realization that I need to be able to forgive myself for making the wrong choice, trusting the wrong person, or figuratively falling on my face in front of everyone, step into the daylight and let it go. And this was before the album came out, so it was like a, like a a little Easter egg egg. (laughs) that we didn't know until after, yeah. Yeah. And here's some callbacks. Um, Yes, this song has so many lyrical callbacks. Yeah. (laughs) She says, my my love was as cool as the cities I lived in. It's only about New York City. She talks so much about, like, how New York City literally broke her down (laughs) in 1989. Yeah. Um, I've been sleeping so long in a 20-year dark night, too. Have I known you 20 seconds or 20 years? Yeah. So cute. Um, clearing the air, I breathe in the smoke. It's part of the Me music video where it's, like, the snake made of smoke and she, like, moves past it. Mm -hmm. And then also from the archer, the room is on fire, invisible smoke. Yes. Um, we've also got, maybe you ran with the wolves and refused to settle down to, the monsters turned out to be just trees from out of the woods, and they are the hunters, we are the foxes from I Know Places. Yes. And then she says, I once believed love would be black and white, to the ties were black, the lies were white, yes. from Getaway Car. <laughs> then we've also got, um, but it's golden, um, and I can still see it all in my head. And the whole red prologue uh, and the whole red album booklet is her talking about how the love that she felt that inspired that album was red, but, like, the love that she knows will, like, be the best is golden. And, like, is a, like, specific quote on here? Yeah, yeah. Real, life shi- real love shines golden like starlight and doesn't fade or spontaneously combust. Maybe I'll write a, b- a whole album about that kind of love if I ever find it. Yes. Oh, so good. Yeah. It's, and just like Joe's colors are like blue, blue and, and gold, gold. You know what yes. I mean? Like, it's like, leave your mark on me, a golden, golden tattoo. tattoo. Like, she, oh, just so good. God. Um, she also has back and forth from New York, sneaking in your bed to... I don't want to keep secrets just to keep you, and I snuck in through the garden gate every night that summer just to seal my fate from Cruel Summer. Mm-hmm. We've also got, I once believed re- love would be burning red, but it's golden, all of red, obviously, but moving on from him, moving on from him is impossible when, all, when I still see it all in my head in burning red. Whew. And then in like that outro where she's speaking, she says, um, or the things that haunt me in the middle of the night, and that's also reflected in the Archer when she says, "I wake up in I wake up in the night, I pace like a ghost." Mm-hmm. And f- the fun fact um, for this part is the outro of this song is kind of like the outro of the Bleachers album on um, "Who I Want You to Who I Want You to Love," the closer mm-hmm. of the Strange Desires album. It ends with the repeating phase. I really want to be grateful for the experience I've had, and mm-hmm. she says it in a very like similar tone, sort of yeah. as that, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to our thoughts on the song. How do you feel about it? I love this song. Again, I don't listen to it that much, but I do think it's one of the best songs on Lover. Yeah, I agree. Easily top three. Yeah. It's just so good and so, like, reflective. Like, it Mm -hmm. is just encapsulate, like, looking back and looking on her past loves, but also her past, like, selves and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just so good. It really is, like... Like, I love clean, and a lot of ways this is just, like, clean, but more. Yes, I agree. Um, I also love this song. I think it's one of the few songs on Lover, not to be a lover-hater, mm. where <laughs> the production doesn't, like, it's, there are some songs on Lover where I'm, like, the production ruins the song for me, Cornelia Street being one, and I think this is one of the few songs where the production doesn't get in the song's way, mm-hmm. and it, like, enhances the song rather than makes me hate the song. Yeah. And, like, there are still a few things I would change. I would strip it back a little bit more and just remove, a, like, 
I don't know, maybe, like, two of the, like, background tracks that are, like, just going on in the back. But overall, I think it's, like, the production is really effective on this song rather than, like, detractive. Mm -hmm. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 like, very good for Lover. Yeah. It's so good. I love... I love, like, the message. I love, like, in the end where she says a line, but then, like, I like when she says a line and then it echoes a lot. Yeah, so I love the that. part where she's like, and I can still see it all in my head. Yeah. And it, like, goes on and on almost from the moment she says it to the end of the song. Yeah. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite line, or, like, I like the way she says it, is, like, maybe you ran with the wolves and refused to settle down. Maybe I've stormed out of every single room in this town. <laughs> yes, I love that line. Um... Yeah, but the, the only thing I would nitpick is that I feel like some of the lyrics are a little bit contrived. Like, the first verse especially. Like, let me pull it up. Yeah, I think last time you said you didn't like luck of the draw only draws the unlucky, and so I became the butt of the joke. Yeah. I wounded the good, but I trusted the wicked. Clearing the air, I breathe in the smoke. Yeah, I don't love that verse, only because I feel like she's better at wordplay than that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's... I think it's like... It was... I don't want to say it was, like, trying too hard to make those, like, lines work, mm. but it does feel, like, contrived, like I said. Yeah. And, like, I just, like, you know, like we were talking about with the rep lyric, like, and if we got burned, at least we were electrified. I think that's very clever wordplay. Yeah. This luck of the draw only draws the unlucky does not feel super, like, profound to me. Mm-hmm. It just feels a little bit, like... I don't know. Yeah. It just, it, it isn't up, it, I know she can do better, yeah. is why I don't particularly like that, like, line. And the rest of the song has such good lyrics that it, like, annoys me a little bit. But yeah. that's just being, like, very nitpicky. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like the same way about I wounded the good and I trusted the wicked. Yeah. Just because there's so many, like, it just feels so, she's, like, telling you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like you need to tell me, like, there's ways that you can, like, say it. That's not saying, I trusted the good. <laughs> or, like, I trusted the wicked or whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but none of the lines, like, actively bother me. Yeah. It's I, just, like, it's, they it's could not be like, better. Yeah. It's totally... Yeah, exactly. It's not like it stops me from listening to the song. I'm just, like... I barely even notice it when I'm listening. Just, like, looking at the lyrics, I'm like, that could have been a little sharper. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I also feel like this is one of the most mature songs on Lover. Yes, because, like, I agree. Everyone's like, oh, Afterglow's the most mature song on Lover, but I disagree, because yeah. I feel like I feel like Afterglow's Afterglow... relationship mature, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's really mature to be able to be like, yeah, I, this time it was my fault, but, yeah. like, this is life mature. Yeah, and I also feel like Afterglow, people are treating Afterglow like it's such a revelation to, like, be like that, but I feel like that's just what a healthy relationship should be like and I don't find it super like revelatory or whatever yeah or like and like yes it is mature but also it'd be like mature for like you know a teenager or like a young adult to like be able to act like that in a relationship but like Taylor is like a full-grown adult yeah so I'm like yes it's mature but I don't think calling it the most mature song on Lover is, like, I think that's a little, like, <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I agree. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. also, I feel like, <laughs> to some extent, that's, like, sort of, a, the, I feel like the root of a lot of Taylor Swift criticism <clears throat> is, like, oh, she, like, only writes breakup songs, or, like, the guy's always wrong in all of her songs, so, uh-huh. like, when people heard this one, they are like, that's mature. She did the exact same thing in Back to December. She's yeah, exactly. never been afraid to say something's her fault if yes. she actually thinks it's her fault. Like, exactly. please grow up and stop thinking <laughs> that she's always trying to blame someone else when yeah. the relationships she's been in have been wildly toxic. Yeah, and, like, okay, that's that's hitting the nail on the head and why I think it's a little bit, like, like, weird to say that this is, like, the most mature song because she's already done that with, like, Back to December. She's already shown us that maturity. Yeah. So it seems like like weird to like put that on her again as an adult yeah i feel like in some ways okay this this might be a reach but i feel like the people who enjoy this album the most tend to be on the younger side yeah i agree so they're not saying taylor is mature with this thought to me it's more like a mature idea because like Mm -hmm. to be fair like i like couldn't i like if i had listened to this when i was like 15 16 Mm -hmm. i'll be like wow it's really mature maybe not specifically of taylor to take the blame but just 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 the idea idea. yeah exactly Yeah, but I feel like this, it takes so much more, like, like, for me, personally, I think that it takes 
a lot more, um, what's it called? I guess maturity to, like, admit to yourself when something was your fault or admit to yourself when something in your life didn't go your way and it was on you. I think that's so much more, like, I don't know, just interesting and, like, Mm -hmm. than, than, like, being able to admit it to someone else, if that makes sense. Because, like, to really... Like, really? Because, like, you can say whatever you want to other people and be like, yeah, it was my fault. But, like, a lot of times when people say that, they don't really, like, believe it themselves. Like, to actually have that self-reflective quality to, like, grow and learn from your mistakes is, like, very mature. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's also, like, that's another thing I feel like this song maybe like, I think, I don't see this song as, like, very popular from the album. Really? I, I mean, like, I've, like, seen people like it, I but, think, like... But among the fans, it's, like, the one of the most popular. Yeah. I mean, because it's... I think it's the best one, but I feel yeah. like just, like, the public. Yeah, I mean, um, the public didn't really listen to this album, yeah. <laughs> in fairness. That's true. But, yeah, I, I feel like that's, like, another thing. Like, I feel like, again, for younger people, it might be hard to understand why Daylight is so mature just because, like, I don't know, like... I feel like I'm even, I'm going to appreciate this album a lot more when, I, like, this al- this song a lot more even when I'm older. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm this is something you can grow with. Yeah, I'm, like, not at the point where yeah, she's I'm at. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that mature <laughs> just yeah. yet. No, I'm still very much, like, nothing is ever my fault. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I'm saying, like, Aftergrow is a grabbable concept for mm-hmm. people who are younger. And then, like, I understand Daylight and I like it better than Afterglow. But, yeah. like, I, I've... I've passed after Glow's maturity level. Yeah. I've not reached Daylight's maturity <laughs> yeah, level <exactly>. just yet. <laughs> um, yeah. I also just really love the background vocals. Yes. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. They're just so, like, soft. So yes. peaceful. Just really good. Really yeah. good. Um, uh, music video discussion? Oh, okay. Um, I said I personally don't think this song needs a music video. I agree. I think anything that you do for it would just be, like, too... Too much. Playful. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's a serious topic. (laughs) I think it would be nice... We talked about this a little bit the last time we recorded this, but if it was, like, a lyric video similar to the folklore ones, Mm -hmm. and it was just, like, a sunrise, and, like, when when the, like, song begins, it's, like, just the peak of the sun, Mm -hmm. and then when the song ends, it's, like, the sun is all the way up. Yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah. Just perfect. Yeah. And then on to our newest and dumbest segment. Where would this be if it was on Glee? God. Yeah. Um, we had this conversation last time, too. Yeah. <laughs> you said that you think Finn and Rachel would duet this as he drives her to the train station at the end of season three. Yeah. I said that because that's the only firm ending of the show that I know. Mm-hmm. I've never, like, it would make more sense for it to be the last episode, but I have no idea what's happening anywhere <laughs> near the last episode, so yeah. I was like, let me not put it there, but yeah. I think it's just too final because the end of season three just ends on such an uncertain note and that's kind of the point is that it's uncertain. Yeah. And that they're like growing up is uncertain and nothing is like, you know, set in stone and I feel like this song is just, again, it is past, this song is past the maturity level of the Glee (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're not here yet. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I just didn't know where, because it doesn't, it can't be anywhere before the last episode of season three. Yeah. But I don't know anything that happens after it, really, (laughs) to put it anywhere else. So this was, this was more a blind guess. Yeah. I said, like, maybe the last episode, although I don't even really know if they sing in the last episode. I can't remember for the life of me. Yeah. But... I can just see, like, Rachel being on the train or whatever, and they're, like, doing, like, sort of duet where he's, like, step into the daylight and let it go, and she, like, stops, like, looking at him running for the train Mm -hmm. and turns around and says, step into the daylight and let it go. Wouldn't really make sense since they Mm -hmm. get back together, like, two episodes (laughs) later, but yeah. Yeah, I just think Roots Before Branches is such a good, perfect song to end that episode with, but, like, anything else, I'm like... That is... It was a very good ender. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Okay, shall we talk about where the song ranks on our list? Yes. Okay, mine ranks really low just because, like, I think it's a great song. I just don't listen to it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 107. Yeah. Mine is higher than I expected. 74. Again, yeah. great song, just don't really listen to it. Yeah. Just, I'm not, at, I'm not at that emotional level yet. Yeah. And also, it's just kind of, like, not, like, a super dancey song. And that's kind of what I've been listening to recently. Yeah. But yeah, if you would like to leave us a review on iTunes, we would be eternally grateful. Um, They really do help us 
like with the podcast, they help other people find the show. We don't pay to advertise or anything, and we don't make any money doing this. Our only our only payment is watching those little view numbers tick <laughs> up on our um, dashboard. So if you like the show and you want to help us out, um, you could leave us a review. It would be so lovely. Even just clicking the five stars helps us out a ton. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We would be forever grateful. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at perfectlygoodpod on tiktok at perfectly good pod and on twitter at perfectly good pc yes and all of those will be in the description of this podcast and they're all linked yeah yeah so our song for next week we start we're starting our christmas (laughs) (laughs) yes it will be like december 6th or something is the next saturday yeah i think so um so in case this I honestly don't remember if we talked about this last episode or in the episode before that got deleted, but um, we're doing a Christmas extravaganza, four weeks of Christmas. Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you don't like Christmas, you don't celebrate Christmas or like, I'm genuinely I am very sorry. I just I cannot we need resist. This. <laughs> yeah. For our seasonal depression. <laughs> yeah, literally, Christmas is the only thing keeping me going at this point. Um, yeah, and I just. She has so many good, like, holiday Christmas songs, and I'm so excited to, like, listen to them and, and everything and talk about them. Um, so hopefully you guys will enjoy that. Uh, I I mean, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I don't want to be like, sorry, we're just going to do Christmas for a month, but we are kind of going to do it. Yeah, my, our bad. Yeah, <laughs> RB. <laughs> if she wrote something that was not a Christmas song, we would do it, but yeah. they're all Maybe very we'll Christmas like try based. And sneak in a wintry song. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but I I've been claiming that it's nice to have a friend is a winter feeling song. No, you said lover. Well, no, no, also lover. Oh, they I, all. We feel... didn't have a discussion about oh, okay. it's nice to have a friend. We had an argument about lover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, but lover feels more January winter yeah. than it does December winter. winter. I agree. So we'll um, see. Have a friend is a little has a little snow. Yeah. There, wait, back to December. I forgot that, <gasps> that existed. <laughs> We're stupid. I know we have to start with back to because we can't do back to December in the middle of December. Yeah. Okay, we'll do back to December next week then. Yeah. Then, did we already do back to December? I don't think so. We cannot have done back. To I December. don't think so. I think we talked about it. In we talked about the, the in white, white horse, horse episode. Yeah. So the same exact same exact video. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 We're all good then. I was yeah. like, we cannot have squandered back to December. <laughs> no, we wouldn't have. We would have thought ahead to the fact that December is a month yeah. <laughs> that exists. Okay. So next week's back to December, and then. We're starting on our Christmas songs. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Yes. We, we hope, hope to see fun. you next week. <laughs> yep. Join us next week for Back to December. Yes. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.